This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 177 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined, as always, by my mainest man, Willie Saylor, who comes from the School of Hard Knocks and the Buxton School of Wrestling, also. Willie, how are you? How are you, Chris? <laughs> Will, doing good. Uh, Super Bowl, bud. Super Bowl. Mm. We enjoyed the Super Bowl together, me and Christian Piles. I especially enjoyed the outcome of the Super Bowl. Christian went uh, lunatic fringe about at halftime. He was doing Vision Quest stuff changeovers and stand-ups in the living room yeah all all because you're sad because you're the biggest tom brady fan of all time i don't know if i'm that but you you love him i love him i love him take Th- those off oh yeah i'll take the headphones off now see i just need them for the just for the music um yeah no i was excited i was excited that uh that he came back i was just channeling negative energy into something positive willie uh you should feel free to do that sometime I typically have a Budweiser when I need to do that. Yeah, see, that's that's negative, negativity, negativity feeding negativity. I don't like. So, that. In, in an odd kind of way, the Super Bowl, the the Super Bowl, kind of mirrored the Gilman Lezak match, mm. right? So the the question. We gotta talk about that. Right. The question is, everybody's talking about did did the Atlanta Falcons blow it, or did um, or did the Patriots win it? And 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 that. But then we we ended up running an article. We were talking about it as we we're watching. I was like, man, that was sort of a meltdown. How about some of the greatest comebacks in um in wrestling history? So we ended comebacks. Up, Is that a Richard Immel suggested title? Comebacks moments of perseverance. No, I don't know why it's Immel. Immel, stop being a sis. Well, you said it too. I just thought solidarity. It's cool. Comeback meltdown. Whatever. Um, you know, I'm far from PC, so uh, I, that ain't the direction I'm going. Okay. But um, and we happen to see right. So we had all these meltdowns in the past, and we just happened to see one a couple days before or that day. It was that day. It was that day. Uh, Gilman Lezak. Lezak has an eight-zero lead, and Gilman, and then eight-two into the third. Yeah. And then Gilman does some Iowa-type stuff. Some Iowa-type stuff. Some Gilman-type stuff, more specifically. Um, crazy match in that Lezak, he didn't just do it on top. He got his hands locked on a leg on a single. He fought through it and finished. And that's something that... How many takedowns has Gilman given up this year? It could be in the zero-ish range. I'm not sure. Um, Bracky might have an idea if he's been taken down. I don't think he has, though. So he gives up his first takedown of the year and gets turned twice. He looks completely helpless underneath in the first. And most of the second period, I thought he was going to get turned in the second period when Lezak got that two-on-one. But he ends up getting a late reversal and ride out. And it had this, it wasn't an air of inevitability about it, 
But I just very much uh, felt like this is not over. And yeah. sure yeah. enough. Um, okay, so first, did the, did the Patriots win it or did the Falcons right. blow it? So let me say this. This is my least favorite well, I don't know what ESPN. They do this on every show. PTI, uh, Around the Horn, Sports Center, First Take. Did they win it or did they lose it? And I'm always like, oh my gosh, we're doing this again. Is and this, then, is this and not then, a great question? And then I got so sucked into it. I got so pulled in. <laughs> we're to, talking about it this morning, and Chris was like, I hate this topic. And then I we talk about it, and argue everybody about it. argued about it. And I, I loved right arguing about it. So, okay, item one, the Falcons 100% blew it. They lost it. They had 22 minutes to score one point. You can't do that in football, but the point remains. If they had scored in any way, shape, or form in 22 minutes, they win the game. I think, uh, not to not to hedge, I think it's it's both. I think both. I think the, uh, the Falcons blew it, right? When they're on the 20-yard line. Oh, my gosh. Run the ball, run the ball, kick the field goal, game over. You, you, so they absolutely blew it. Great topic, both. But at the same time, they need the Patriots needed two touchdowns and two extra uh, two two point conversions, and they did it, right? The fact that the the fact that the Falcons didn't kick that field goal didn't it lost them the game, but it didn't give the Patriots the win. Okay, I mean, the Falcons blew that game. I don't know how you can see it. They, no, no, they they did. I did. I said they blew the game. But you hedged. You can't say well, they blew the game. Yes, they blew the game. The Falcons blew it. Lee Zach, however. Um, got beat by the better man. Lizak, Gilman, because that's what really started an argument. Gilman, did Gilman win it or did Lizak lose it? Gilman 100% won that match. He was um, winning that I'm gonna, match. I'm going to go the other way on this one. Why? Did you, I mean, have you watched Thomas Gilman before? Have you seen, and more specifically, are you familiar with Ethan Lizak? He's from District 11. Have you ever seen, ever seen anyone do that to him? Um, the answer is no. So you think that, you think that Gilman had him completely gassed? Um, he he was his body couldn't perform whatever you want to call that. His body couldn't move. He had nothing left. His feet were in cement. I that think first shot. There there's were, th there's a big difference between there there is there is a fatigue factor other than um, just being simply out of condition, out out of out of gas. And it comes in, you see this often, not often. You, you, you see wait, it occasionally. Hold on. You can't know if, if fatigue is mental I, I, or, or, no. psych or physical. You don't know. No, I don't know. Okay. I so don't know. But you can, you can see the clues. There's some indication. Like his body not moving means he's... Uh, whatever okay. it is, Be the, the head and the body all works Here's together. Here's the thing. You've seen wrestling matches in the past... Where guys completely shut down. They're too the moment is too big. They don't know how to handle it. And they blow it. Reese Humphrey killing a guy. Didn't know how to handle the lead. Totally blew it. Cade Brock against Mitch McKee. Had a lead. He's twenty seconds away from going to the Fargo Finals, which was a dream of his. Didn't know how to handle it. Didn't know how to close the match out. It wasn't fatigue. It wasn't like Physical fatigue. And Lezak, in my opinion, from the context clues from watching that match, context clues. it wasn't it wasn't physical out conditioning. 
They were. They were. Thomas Gilman doesn't out isn't out more conditioned than Ethan Lezak. Come on, man. Yes, he is. Obviously. Yes, he is. But to to physically to to break somebody requires you pushing them and pushing them and pushing them. Gilman didn't even have the opportunity to do that because he was underneath. So he exerts no energy from on top. He did not gas out Lezak from bottom. And if you say that, that is absurd. He did not gas out Lezak from bottom. He had absolutely nothing left in the third. He they, broke, and they wrestled he, he, primarily in the because top Because he bottom broke position. mentally. He, Look at the first takedown. He down. broke mentally because he got reversed? L because he had an 8-2 lead on Thomas Gilman and he didn't know how to handle it. Whatever, dude. What do you mean, whatever? Look at the first takedown. The first takedown of the third period was not because Lezak was so gat. It was because he's a deer in the headlights. You, you cannot... You cannot definitively say and that, And you Willie. cannot definitively say, I mean, not not even definitively. You can't even, with a straight face, say that Lezak, that, that Gilman gassed Lezak. He looked exhausted. Through two me. periods. He, he looked, he looked gassed. He, he, didn't, he didn't even have the opportunity to break him. He, he performed. He was on the bottom for four he, minutes. He performed gassed, too. Whatever. Gilman won the match, and they'll wrestle again, and Gilman's going to beat him. Um, All the same. I think, I think, now, if Lezak, we'll if, if Lezak, no, no, that's not the same situation. That's not, because, wrestle the match again, because, that's not the same situation. Do you think that Lezak's going to go up 8-0 again? I no. mean, come on. No. It, Gilman was winning that match regardless. Lee, uh, Gilman could have won the match in different fashion. He could have very Whatever. easily, not easily. He, it's not beyond comprehension that Gilman comes back from 8-2 in the third. What I'm saying is Lezak forfeited the third period mentally. Okay. Fine. I mean, you're, you don't know that. You're just saying it because you want to. You want to win. He gassed him from wanna... bottom. Come you on. said that, not me. You said that. Never you said, said that this morning. Can I get verification that Christian Paul said that Gilman gassed him from bottom this morning? Because he did. He gassed you him from bottom. You just said three, three seconds ago that you didn't say it. I said it. I didn't it. say it on radio. <sighs> okay. Josh Tyrell. Oh, Josh Tyrell. Yeah, Tyrell. And guess what? And here's the mo the more important takeaway here is while Willie is is doing his best skip Bayless, um, th there's actual takeaways that can come from this. Gilman struggles with leg riders. Period. Leg riders give Thomas Gilman said, difficulty. You said um, while we're watching the match, or, or right after you said, um, Lezak Lezak's the best top at 125. You think? Unquestionably. Yeah, unquestionably. Oh, here's Tony. Uh, let's see what Tony's. Tony Ramos, world team member. What's what's what, what you got for? I love this. I truly believe right you can gas a guy out from bottom by making him work extremely hard to stay on top. Obviously, I'm gonna go with Tony Ramos over Willie. I know you went to Buxton School okay. of Wrestling, or at least you have the T-shirt. Ram. No, I don't. I can't even. I don't even know if I can say that I can agree with that. But let me ask you this. Let me let's just for the sake of argument, T Ram. Maybe you can, but did Gilman last night or Sunday? There we go. 
I'm sure Tony's listening. He'll uh, we'll just we'll just read an entire Twitter conversation. I want I want T Ram. I want T Ram right here every episode. Coleman Scott will not be happy about it. No. All right. So. So that so one, that happened. What was your favorite in the list? In the list of meltdowns. I mean, I guess you put you put something number one. So I mean, I don't know if that means that was your favorite or that was the biggest or but mm. what was your favorite in the list? Was it number one? I no because it's not that one because I wasn't a wrestling fan when that happened. I wasn't like around or like I didn't know about that match. Someone, you know, I heard about it years ago and watched it. Um so it wasn't the Freyer Zadek one. For me, on, honestly, I thought Jay Borschel was absolutely done against Chris Heinrich. And when he came back, because this wasn't, um, Borschel and Gilman are different, and, and Heinrich and Lezak are different. And Heinrich it was a, just a lot more solid guy than, than Ethan Lezak, especially on his feet. So to see Borschel, and it, the, the lead wasn't as insurmountable. I just remember watching that match. I was very keyed into it. it and really thought that Borschel was done. It wasn't insurmountable. I mean, it was. It was. I, mean, I guess it was not insurmountable because it was surmounted. Yeah. But uh, great use I don't know. of the word surmounted. Now, now that you, um, now that you bring that one up, it makes me. I was like right there, and I think that when you, you, you were tapping that match, right? I was a towel tapper. But when you think, um, when you look it back. There's more gravity to them when you watched them live. I think I think I, that's why I said that one. That's that one just really, yeah, resonated with me more. So, although Kennedy Marion was equally, I was I was super stunned with that. Kennedy, and I wrote about this. Kennedy just doesn't give up points like that. You know, in some of these, the, the coolest thing, and I don't want to say cool, right? Like it's not like. I would ever want to see Jared Freyer lose that way. Uh, but the, one of the cool factors in these meltdown matches are that you can kind of feel it. Like, there's like a turning oh point. Oh my like, God. Oh boy. It's the coolest thing that happens in wrestling and the and, comeback. And I remember, and let's say, let's just say it when the guy has a black and gold singlet on, you're like, it makes you. Th- believe a little bit more and you know one of the coolest parts about it so we we did this we had the idea for this willie had the idea for the article so we had a meeting willie wasn't there and we put together a list and we knew we we forgot some well, we we're like you just know it's like ah I so then the twitter mentions start filling up and it's like you know moisey gilman or moisey um Nato. tomasello and um Cologne McDonough, which I completely forgot about. McDonough maybe teched Cologne in that match. He gutted him to go up 11, but they didn't give him the gut. And ends up losing the match kind of by a, a lot. It was like tw- 22 to... Yeah, anyways. So you ended up remembering yeah, when, something you that you had already forgotten. Whenever you do these all-time lists, yeah. you always in the back of your head are like... I know I forgot. We're gonna we're gonna miss something, right? But that was the cool part. We should do like a supplemental like the fans' choice. So favorite so meltdowns. Tomasello, Moisey, Iron, Iron Man, Man was an all timer. Uh, Zeb on the call was amazing. Um, Match of the week. 
And and there's another one. I'm standing right next to the mat, and I'm like, this is crazy. Uh, but again, feel like, oh my god, this is could be a meltdown. What? Was that? Never mind. <laughs> I can't do that. I don't know what you're talking about. But um, why that happened? Um, so um, yeah, the the I was trying to make a point that the takeaway here is that you know, Gilman's got a very real vulnerability that it's been shown and revealed time and time again. Bottom. Terrell revealed it. Joey Dance two years ago revealed it. And even though he lost that match, uh, just like, you know, Lizak lost that match, he rode him. He gave him a lot of trouble with double legs. So these uh, top wrestlers, not that Joey's really known for it, but Joey's good at getting legs in and flattening you out with, with double legs. Uh, it's just something to monitor and, and realize. So let's go through the list. I, I don't we don't typically like oh, no. talk about articles. Well, I think we should. Kennedy was versus Marion. Yes. I mean that was that great. Was, that was a crazy one. Schwab Guerrero. I didn't frankly remember that one. Um, well, I didn't obviously watch it. But who was that? Kyle Bradkey called that one. Yes. YouTube. Uh, Grahalis Alton. That was like an all time. That was the most ironic one ever. It, right. Eric Grahalis made that list for for. Oh. Something is wrong. When Grahalis is gassing somebody out. No one got more hate for their gas tank than Eric Grahalis in the history of wrestling. Like, I, I don't know if it was Tim Johnson or Jim Gibbons, but, like, before the Big Ten finals or something, they're like, Grahalis is tired when he gets off the bus. Like, that was literally said. <laughs> about, I'm like, Hank, you got that out of Grahalis shape. Grahalis used to always gas, dude. He did. but That was like. So, for when he gassed out. Um, that was like a gimmick matchup. You know how, like, sometimes MMA like a dumpster fire match. What was that? What was that? Kimbo Slice versus somebody else that was Dada 5000, oh. right? That was like when that matchup was coming up, Penn State was going to Michigan and it was going to be Alton Grahalis. That was like kind of like that match. Like you just had to watch. Except both those guys were also awesome. Yeah, but you knew no, neither one of them had seven minutes in them, right? You knew there would be at least 36 points scored. Yeah. At the, for the over under. I mean, right. In the first period, and then they both might tap. Um, number seven was Reese Humphrey versus Ismail Poor from Iran, mm. uh, and, and and that was another one where it was like, that guy's done that to multiple like, that maybe it's just Iranians, but they, like, there's Katie Cabs, our volleyball. She's best friends. She's BFFs with Penn State. Um, yes. like uh, Frank Molinero. She's Who okay. Else? Get this. There, she's she's insanely tall. Look, she's making tall she's jokes. Insanely tall. She's like, we should have her sit here one time just for. She's like 6'5", legitly. But, no, so she went to Penn State. She won, like, multiple national titles. And Penn State volleyball and wrestling are in, like, the same complex, rec hall there. Like, they practice on the gym where Penn State wrestles, I'm pretty sure. I didn't make that up, did I? I mm -hmm. think that's right. And then Penn State's wrestling room is right below. And she said, like, their coach was, like, super serious, like, old school guy. And, like, they would just hear, like, the music blow would be, like, Backstreet Boys and stuff. And, like, they would – Penn State wrestling was just, like, real – Chill and goofy. So Anywho. you know what the, the Reese Humphrey, the Reese Humphrey match from Budapest that year, um, and that's that's quarters, right? You win, um, yeah, you're match. guaranteed a medal match. Um, but that makes me think. I, I just thinking about it now. It wasn't a meltdown, but that same year it was JD. JD was killing this guy he went for and went for throw. a big throw that he didn't need and ended up pinning himself. Yeah. Mental error. 
Uh, Borsho Heinrich, which we said. Gilman Lezek this year. Ronan Lambrick. Was that a meltdown? I don't know. I don't know if that fits the criteria, I just feel guys. like it has to be in there. He was... I don't feel like it fits the criteria. It, it, listen, it wasn't a meltdown. It was a single move. And if, I mean, the same thing, Dennis and Ness wasn't a meltdown. No. It was a move. It was a move. Yeah, I put that in there just because it's so iconic. Iconic, it is. And it's like, maybe it's not, but just how insane it was, it has to be in there. Agol and Patrice Vieira. That is that is low key the craziest one that exists. It might be the the worst meltdown. It 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 literally is. You want to talk about a body just, just hitting a wall? Doesn't work anymore. Doesn't operate. The body doesn't operate. He got snapped down on his face twice. Like so, that's a crazy one. Just the what makes that one so unlikely is how many takedowns he didn't do it with turns. He did it with takedowns. Two where, world champions. Well, it's like. There's not enough time. If you look, there's like 30-some seconds left. He has to get three takedowns. It's like you get time on top, like guaranteed, like 10 seconds. Like mathematically, <laughs> yeah. it's difficult to do. Uh, then Ness and Pico, that was, I mean. 9-0. 9-0 at the Olympic trials. Um, and then Zadik Freyer. Now, what what were the – there was a couple others. We talked about Gilman or Moise, yeah, Nato. There's some I forgot. But the Iowa people were saying Ironside – whole lot but that was more of a that's a pretty good match that was more of a back and forth i mean cola was Col still scoring points cola jumped out early but he did jump out early but he was still fighting at the end it wasn't like a total meltdown no and that yeah that match is a little overplayed too i just feel like yeah a little fatigue there so apparently it meltdown <laughs> it melted me down apparently this one is People never stop talking about this match. I've never seen it. It's not up on the internet anywhere. Schwab Henson. Everyone Dwight, talks right? about. Yes. Yeah. Everyone talks about this match. I want to see it so badly. So let's use our platform for good. Someone put that on YouTube and tell us. Yeah. I want to. I want to see that because everyone says it's great. Or Doug Schwab, if you're listening, or if you know Doug. Um. Yeah, Doug. Do you have the? Schwab mob. Do you got the archives? Maybe throw that up. Send it via email. Via via SMS text message. Um, Gilman went in the huddle again. Why? Okay. Here's my thing. Gilman should just not do the handshake before the match. He should just not do it. Because he, he doesn't know how to act right. It's like, why? What? You're just like, what? You can't wait? You can't wait, Tommy? Thomas? Like, I, I don't know. I don't. I'm not like personally like offended by it, but I'm like, why do you even do it? I like it, but nobody else does. What if? I don't know. I like that he's perpetually out of pocket. I like. I like that Minnesota was prepared. They're like, Bye. they knew. Yeah. Well, he they're did like, it before. Yeah, he did it uh, two or to three them. years ago. Yeah, they're like, all right, no more of those antics. That picture is so Bobby Stevens is like, go. go go to the middle. Go. Thomas, I'll take you out. What do you think? What do you think the staff thinks? Do you think that when Thomas does that, the staff's like this? I'll get him. No, Thomas. Tom's like, I'll get him. Right, right. Your turn, Terry. The morning starts like this. There he goes. There he goes. Be like, what is he actually gonna do? He is. He's. Uh, but you know what was cool? Because you know, after he beats Rodriguez, the he says something. 
he admittedly vulgar to him. But after Lezak, he you can read his lips. He says, "Nice match." Or that's good. that was cool of him. That, that was, was cool. really cool of him. Lezak's just like, the pictures of both brands were caught bear hugging, rear standing. Matt, Matt returning. Yeah, Matt returning. As somebody else on the staff. Yeah. I don't know. That was good. That, that was, was a stuff. that was a crazy moment. Crazy. All moment. right. Let's talk about you. Hold up. Let's talk about what? Okay, go ahead. Let's talk about you. Rankings and one Bocephus Jordan. His name's not Bocephus. <laughs> and Bo Jordan. Yeah, I thought about it a lot. You Did know, you think about it? A ton. And you know, it was, you know, we're sitting there. We're at Sion's house actually watching the duel. And I'm like, Bo's not wrestling. Everyone gets mad. Everyone's mad. Willie's like, you got to drop him. I'm like, yep. Got to. Got to. And then I'm like, mm. I'm only saying that because I'm angry right now and I can't let anger guide my rankings decisions that's not exactly how it went it was unprovoked or maybe did I just say he's got a drop no you didn't say that okay it was unprovoked I was in the kitchen at the in the island eating a piece of sausage and uh, you come you can we come, talk about just a brief pause button on this and talk about the amount of meat that Sion cooked literally for mm, he cooked for there were maybe eight to ten of us there. Okay. It's a soiree. He cooked, I'm sure, for 50 people. There, there was, was there were buckets of meat there everywhere. Were big metal tubs of meat. Yes, that you of would grilled meat and delicious. The finest. We, meats. we were. It was like Genghis Khan. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was like a feast for like a, a Dothraki village or something. <laughs> it was for all you Game of Thrones. So, I mean, we're talking pork chops. We're talking. We're talking. We're talking ribs. We're talking sausages. Chicken, chicken. legs. I, t I mean, there was about forty chickens worth of legs. Yeah. Anyways, I'm so, sorry, but that needed to be mentioned. We tweeted pictures of him on his yes. grill. So, I was eating. I was picking at meat, and you come over and you go, you went like this. You go, like, <laughs> dead serious. Like it was like somebody was in ICU. You're like, what do I do? <laughs> what do I do? What do I do? I'm like it's not even that serious. I don't know. I'm why. like the moment I don't know, me. man. I think you got to consider dropping them. And I did consider it. My position holds. I mean, here, here's here's where I think you are hung up is that you need a process that you can apply across the board. And this is an outlier. This is something that doesn't happen very often. You don't want to move Bo because you're like, um, how do I ap apply this every time <laughs> it happens or across the board or like, yeah. Uh, and and the thing is that it's a unique situation. I mean, Bo doesn't wrestle a lot. Nick Vilcat said to me, Nick said, Bo Jordan's going to be a four-time AA with 60 career wins. And it's not far off. It's not hyperbole. Um, and and so I think the, what it all boils down to is the dichotomy between do you use body of work for three and a, two and a half years or do you use this season's data? And you say, well, if you just use this season's data, that, that negates a lot of stuff. That would mean... Um, a Bryce Meredith wouldn't be as high or a Miles Martin wouldn't be as high. And I say, while I see that, I, I, I say, 
Bo Jordan is a special case, a special situation, and there is enough data this year, especially considering he changed weights at 174, that his year's not as good as Zahid's. No, no one's arguing that. No one's arguing who's had a better year. Um, like you mentioned, there's just a lot of factors that go in. And what am I take? Why would he drop for missing a match? He wrestled two weeks ago. Yeah. And then before that, he wrestled two weeks. It's ago. it's a, I I get it, man. And I don't I don't envy your position and the fact that you keep him number one. I'm completely okay with. Um, I don't know if I would have done that. I don't know. Um, I didn't think about it. The question is how far he drops. Just behind Zahid? Why, you why know, just that far? Um, I, I was thinking maybe behind Real Buto. Would that be outlandish? I don't know. The guy lost to Sean Maps last year. Yeah. I mean. And, and another goofy thing about it is, is that Bo kind of teases you in the sense that he doesn't wrestle for a while. You could almost remove him. Yeah, you can almost remove is. him. You can almost remove him altogether. But then he comes back and he beats a ranked guy. Beats number nine so or eight. Now he's off the Schneid. He's off the Schneid for inactivity, and he's also off the Schneid for quality wins because he just beat an All American. Yeah. So that messes with you. He, he does just enough to make it really difficult. If we hadn't seen him, or if we'd only seen him against terrible guys, you know, he relative, has nine relatively matches. speaking, he has nine matches. He has one ranked win, I believe. Maybe. Well, he's beaten. He beat Wisman. Um, is Wisman ranked now? No, but he's pretty good. But he beat Crutchmer. Yeah. So, um, so there's that. Anyways, I, I think Bo is a little. There maybe. There was a lot of. There were a lot of angry fans that he didn't wrestle, and I don't mean I'm like. Sure. I don't mean nationwide. I mean. Well, can we talk about Ohio State forfeited twenty five? Ohio State forfeited at home. Twenty five at home. I, you know, I hate forfeits. A tweet that I hate forfeits. We talk about we hate forfeits, and they're bad all the way around, no matter what the case is. But at home, I feel like they're worse. Yeah, there are worse. Your whole team's in the locker room. Yeah, I think those those forfeits where you know they're on the ends. Okay, 25 heavyweight. You see those a little bit more. Those just guys are harder to find, um, especially on the road. Maybe it just happens. I, I guess they're all equally inexcusable, but at least you can kind of understand. But um, for them to have one at home, that's just um, roster mismanagement. It, not last night. It wasn't a mistake last night. You made there were there were mistakes in that you didn't build uh, a roster that yeah. that. You can support. I mean, it's wrestling. Everyone gets hurt. This is it's a it's a half a year season of the most brutal sport that exists. Brutal. Uh, you have to have multiple at every every weight, okay? And he's the only one on the roster. Yeah. So that's my thing. That's why people will, will well, combat my my hatred for forfeits with. Well, he's the only one on their team. Well, they can only send this many. Well, this, that, and the other. Somewhere along the line, a mistake was made. It might not have been last night, but a mistake was made that got us to this point. And that's my point. And, and even it happened to Penn State. You know, they had to forfeit heavyweight last, last year. Um, things happen, but that's, you know. Yeah, well, Penn State, they ended up, they had a bunch of heavyweights, right, that all crumbled. And then they all graduated. Or got hurt. Oh, well, really, 
Neville's was the only one on the roster what? last year. What was Jan Johnson two years ago? That was last year. He wasn't on the team until Neville's got oh, yeah, hurt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, far, yeah, and and get a six year. I'm not saying this to rag on Ohio State, um, but their fans on message boards. You know, I'm a message board guy. Whether it was this message board or that message board or the Matt.com or Ohio Wrestling. I mean, their fans were mad. I well, mean, if you look at now, don't I know you're going to say, well, message board people are crazy, right? No, what I'm going to say is. What happens when Ohio State is kind of a, a frequent offender of this, when it happens genuinely, you don't get the benefit of the doubt from, from fans. Um, you know, when and I don't and I don't know the circumstances of this one, but I remember the the biggest one right. was Steber, Carver Hawkeye against Ramos, the biggest match of the year at that point. It's a match everyone wanted to see. And he, it didn't happen. He didn't make the trip. I don't know. He, w he was injured in some way. But just like when it happens time and time again. Well, it happens with Ohio State more than any other Right. School. That's why, and even though I believe 100% that, that Bo Jordan couldn't have gone and, and, against Mark. Right. I, you don't get the benefit get of the, the doubt when it continues doubt. to happen. You don't get the benefit of the doubt. And, um, you know, what we're really – it it hurts the sport in that you don't get premier matchups and st stuff. And you, I don't know. I don't want to be critical because I believe there's some truth to it. Sometimes I believe Bo's banged up, and I believe yeah. you're doing the right thing for your guy. And I believe that Jose Rodriguez has been taking one for the team because yeah. he's a walking wounded, and they have no other options. And Coach Ryan probably did what's best and hold them out once. Right. Right. But when it's you're a frequent offender, you're going to catch that criticism. Now, independent of that, when you hype up a duel, let's sell out the shot, and then the premier matchup, I mean, don't take my word for it. Go to Yappy and look at the Ohio Ohio fans. I don't know what that Yappy's is. Yappy's the wrestling board for Ohio. Okay. And they're like, I'm never going to a duel again. I'm never going to do again because I don't know if I'll show up. Probably, good thing is, a good percentage, the whole lineup won't be there. And maybe get out in front of it. You, they, they probably knew Monday Bo wasn't going to wrestle, right? They knew he got hurt again. Yeah, but that's 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 part of where they're being disingenuous because they wanted to. There was this rhetoric: let's sell it out, let's have a great atmosphere, let's have a great crowd. They knew Bo wasn't going to go. That's what I'm saying. Get out. They could have got, gotten out in front of it. Yeah, but they weren't going to do that to risk the, the biggest the crowd. crowd that they've ever had. 15,000 people is the biggest crowd they've ever had. And there's, you know, it's not one guy. It's not one guy. It's not two guys. It's not three guys on the message board. It's consensus. This yeah. is, we can't do this anymore. I drove three hours. The, one guy said he brought like 43 kids. And, and it was very poignant what he said. He was like... I mean, it's not okay. They didn't get the marquee match. It's not like nothing happened. It a, it's not a bad duel. I mean, was, you got to watch Penn State. You got to watch an Olympic champion. You got to watch uh, Nathan Tomasello destroy. I mean, you, you, it wasn't like oh no, it, it wasn't. It's not like you get there. It it's like shows canceled. Fest. It wasn't snooze fest, but they didn't get. And what, what he said, what this one guy said on the thing was like, 
you know, we were getting beat up. Ohio State was getting beat up, and the crowd was subdued. He's like, all we wanted was one moment where, like, Bo gets announced against Mark Hall, and the crowd really pops, and yeah. the kids get to experience that. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. Season Season's too long? What do you think? Too long? I say it all the time, the season's too long. Way you too can't. Long. It's Wrestling's the toughest sport in the world, and is there one that's longer? It's the toughest, longest season. Yeah. It makes zero sense. And, and that was my that was my argument the past couple years about the timing. I'm all for national duels uh, or, or national duels bowl series, right? I'm all for it. But when certain coaches in the past have been reluctant to do it. Um, you get that too. I understand it because it doesn't make sense time-wise. And, and what you're asking guys to do, really, is make weight and compete against the toughest bang heads you see. Watch. You'll see the frequency. There should be like so – uh, we should get Hasek to do some uh, – we should get Hasek to do some – one of his mathematical graphs where the number of head wrappages increases in February. You'll start seeing people with head wraps more often now. Uh, these guys are going through a war, and now you're asking them to go through. Basic, when, when you're talking about the duels, you're asking them to personally go through another war, another week, another weigh-in, another top-ranked opponent for the sake of what? Not their benefit, really. I mean, it, it doesn't make sense time-wise. The season's too long. It's not organized properly. It's, you're tired of hearing me say it. Okay. Um, so many of the Iowa State recruits, Willie, that, that have um, committed to wrestle at Iowa State since Coach Jackson's announced he's stepping down at the end of the year have kind of, um, like Austin Gomez, Jake Allar, both said they're not coming or that they would like releases uh, from their commitment. And uh, what's up? Ethan Smith as well. Ethan Smith, I forgot about him. Ethan Smith's under the radar kind of Super under I really liked him Me at too. Super 32. Um, you mentioned him, and he was – I think he's got he's got the goods to be good. I don't know anything about him other than what I've seen on the mat, but I liked what I saw. I think there's a lot lot to work with there. Um, but it's, it's curious to me why – Oh yeah. Well, oh. you don't know who the coach is gonna be, but you're sure you don't want to go there. I don't. I don't get it either. Like, I don't get it. Can't, either. I mean, this isn't happening. But really, Kale comes back. You're you're out on Iowa State now. Like, Not, they're, they're gonna. You get know a, how they're gonna get a good coach. Yeah. Kids that were Iowa State commits. Listen to me. They're gonna get a good coach. You're gonna be fine. Yeah. And thus, is this the only other way to not maybe the only other way? But another way to view it is, was there maybe some buyer's remorse or seller's remorse, maybe in this case, and they're like, uh, before, they, were, they were regretting the decision. Before, before ISU, before Jackson even stepped out. And they're using this as an out. Mm -hmm. is, that, is that a possibility? It's always a possibility with 17-year-old kids. Yeah. And it's always a possibility when the team you signed is going 1-10 in, in duels. Accurate, accurate. So, um, but that being said, Iowa State to me is still a premier school. I mean, to me, there's not many 
better singlets and better places to wrestle than Iowa State. And uh, if I were them, I would. I, I wouldn't. Wouldn't. Maybe I don't know the process though. If you ask for a release, can you still go back and go to Iowa State? Or I would imagine. I would imagine you can. Well, the, okay. So the way this process works, it's it's going to be a, not long drawn out, but it takes time. Iowa State, there's like a basically a 40 day, maybe 30 day period where Iowa State has to right, there's respond. A 30 day period. So stay woke on this, Willie. Could we see a higher? Within that announced uh, before, yeah, before NCAs, before conferences. How crazy and unprecedented would that the be? The vibe I get, the vibe I get, is this is moving fast. They're going to name somebody relatively soon. Uh, I don't know soon, but quick. They're mo- they're trying to get this something done. That's the vibe I get. I don't know for sure. That's the vibe I get. Yeah, same here. Same here. I think think we could see it early March, um, and that would be. Something very unique for wrestling. You see it in a lot of other sports, but you don't see it in wrestling. Yeah, and if they do name a coach soon, you know, when when a kid asking for a release could come from several things. Maybe he wasn't comfortable the whole time. Maybe, uh, I mean, maybe it wasn't that strong of a commitment the whole time. Maybe it was because they were having a bad season and they were losing. Maybe it's because when they fired or Kevin Jackson... When they fired Kevin Jackson, they're like a, a rebellion. You fired my dude, I'm out. Yeah. Right? Maybe they're upset about that. Um, but maybe after a couple weeks and they uh, they name a new coach, maybe they'll be like, all right, I, I uh, grieved. The grieving Right, because they made a over. snap. I do this. You know, I make a – Oh, ma- you too? I make decisions right, boom. Yeah. And then you step back. I'm man enough to admit this, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What are you saying? Take, yeah. What are you saying? What am I saying? I, I make snap decisions and don't. And then you double down. Like that. Hey, real like quick. Like that KFC sandwich. Real quick, though, on the Bo Jordan thing. Nine matches. What, what, is, what is the import to RPI or gold level yeah, medall- Certification medallion, club medallion Sky status. Club member. What is that? He cannot. Well, with nine, he has to get twenty to get into the Delta Sky. Sky so Delta Sky Lounge. Is that international? No, just domestic, domestic. Domestic only. Okay. Um, no, I don't know what it means. I think eighteen matches is something, and then like eight matches is something else. So, um, I think they it, make it very confusing. Yeah, making it hard for they me. They make it so confusing. Listen, they make it so confusing. Well, this is a standard, and this is a standard, and this is RPI, and we have to factor in ratings, and we have to and, and guess what? Losses don't matter. Uh, the right guys get in, basically. I oh mean, yeah. You're just making it too complicated. Yeah, it's not even that it's hard. It's not even that. It's right. They yeah. reinvented math. They have, they have all these schematics. They 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 started their own math. So you, you didn't have to do that, guys. Yeah. All right, so we had an international crisis for three, three or four days. Not really. Um, we got banned and unbanned from Iran, the World Cup. And, you know, I don't know if, if this is a World Cup story. If I mean, It's certainly not a political story. but um, We shouldn't talk politics. No, we will get in a fist fight. Mm. I will fist fight you. I mean, I mean, I, can, I mean, I'll, I'll you will fist fight me probably it. because you just want to fist fight me, yeah. not because 
That's true. Not because Ray. I just want to fist fight you. Yeah. Rage in the cage. So we're back in. Well, we're back in. We're in the World Cup. That puppy was moving though. That was going to be elsewhere if, if the stars and bars weren't involved. Yeah. Yeah. Let me. Here's the which problem. which I find. Uh, well, I was told this. I was a little skeptical of that because I'm I'm still highly skeptical. And I know why you're skeptical because we're skeptical for the same reasons. No one wanted the World Cup. You guys, this is what like I the, understand. UWW doesn't put this. Well, just go. I understand when there's a problem and U.S. USA might be banned and out of the World Cup, and you guys say, and 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 you guys say, well, first of all, why are they holding it? In Iran. In, in, our, in, in Iran, that's, there's terrorist activity that, that don't allow women to come in the venue. That's not very progressive. It's not very inclusive. Why they let it hold it in Iran? Now, now the USA is banned. Um, why don't they just move it? I understand where you're coming from because you don't know. Nobody wants the World Cup. Nobody. It is a money pit. Andy Barth is a saint for Andy, what he's done the last couple of years. Andy Barth is a saint and dropped 400 to five, Should I say that? Crazy money. Every year. It costs half a million dollars, most of which is assumed by some benefactor to even make the event happen. You're it needs talking, a sugar daddy. It's not a you're sustainable talking event. Venue, you're talking hotels. You're talking flights. Prize money. You have to pay the prize money. You're, you're talking. I, I don't know if you. What? What are you saying? Um. So. You're talking a lot of money. So why you say? Why, why don't they move it? Because some Iranian billionaire paid for it to have it there. And no one else. It's not Nobody like. Else, it's listen, not like they're like. Hmm. We got it in Paris. We have Budapest. We have well, in New York is, City. This is. Let's go Tehran. This is. Um, this is a failure of UWW for not having it somewhere else. It's not a failure of them not having it somewhere else. It's it's a failure that they can't pay for the event, guys. They yeah. don't have the money to pay for this event. Yeah. So I was told last year at the World Cup in L.A. that the, they weren't sure if it was going to happen going forward. Um, right. It's, if anybody didn't step up and pay for it. Like, it would have been dead. Yeah. And the problem, one of the problems maybe... You know, Russian isn't re Russia isn't really all in on it. They send like good, not great. Well, listen, if Russia wasn't as good as they are, it would be a huge problem. If Russia, like, if, if Russia wasn't five deep, if Georgia sent their C squad, it would be a problem, right? If Russia sends her C squad, it's still it's still pretty pretty freaking. It's good. still pretty freaking good. And we beat them like five five with their C squad. Yeah, so. So it's it's um, you know the the World Cup is not it's not like they did, they sought out Iran as as a destination, which is why I'm like oh really We're, we can move it now because no one else was interested in hosting it but two month a month out apparently you can just throw something together it makes no sense it doesn't make any sense I'll tell you last year at the World Cup, which was awesome amazing amazing top notch all I the love way. the World Cup all the I, way I mean you know worlds are worlds and Olympics are Olympics but. For my money, the World Cup, and if it was straight line starters, like it would be even better. But like I said, it's mostly starters. It's just Russia that's like 
If everybody was all in on it, it would be one of my favorite events annually. Well, it, it already is one of my favorite. It's one of the three or, I don't know, second or third best international wrestling event that it exists. It is really cool. It's really I mean, good. all you guys out there that are uh, dual meets, dual meets are cool. It brings together the team. You would love it. You would get this. Yes. It's awesome. Um, but, I, you know, last year at the World Cup, hey, where's the, where's the World Cup next year? Is the World Cup coming back to L.A.? Is it, what's going on with the World Cup? Pending. You know, we don't even know. We, we might not happen. That would really stink. Okay. So that's that. So that's that. Except that's not that. Oh. The, the draw. The Nanad Lalovic video was just. Hmm. A little bad podcasting right now. Just a moment of. of, That's just a moment of deep reflection. reflection. It's a moment of. Do you want to elaborate? I'm good. Did you know they they put out a different video, right? What do you mean they put out a different video? There's two videos now. The one they showed the graphic over, like, most of the jobs. Did they show it from the book depository? Textbook depository. There's a second video. There's a second video. What? what are it's they? the same video. They just edited it differently, Willie. It's just him pulling out and holding the names and saying them for transparency. Because everyone was like, between me and you, and, and everybody that's listen. listening, do you think the draws were legit? I do. You think the draws were legit? I do. I don't. I don't think. Listen. First of all, it already starts. You're already in a draw with one awesome team, okay? You're either in Russia or Iran's, okay? Those are set. So it's not like it drew. So, so you start with that. And then it's not, there's not that many teams. It is uh, very difficult. Well, we were going to be with Russia or Iran regardless. I'm not talking about us. Well, that's not, that's oh, just not that, my that's That not Iran case. got a... Hey, listen, we'll sponsor. We'll pay for all of the World Cup. Just now I'm getting pretty woke on us. <laughs> we'll pay know. for the World Cup, but listen, we got to make the finals. Can we be in the finals? Can we be in the finals? So we get, can we get Mongolia? Fine. India. Who else is in we'll there? We'll get Mongolia, India, and Turkey. Turkey. Can we have those? I'm not gonna go. I don't know. Just give us the six. What seven, they would videotape their own conf- uh, confession? Can we have the six, seven, eight seeds? Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Um. The video. Watch that. Do you, do you want to go to oh, your no. neck of the woods? What do you want to Be- go to? Beth, uh, I'm going to slay you on this one. All right, let's go. Bethlehem no, I'm Catholic, not going to slay you. Because it never happens, a- but let's go. Bethlehem Catholic. Now, you set the stage here. Oh, Willie's got to type. Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, okay, so the great thing was, or not so great, I don't know how, I guess it's not so great if you're from Bethlehem Catholic. Um... Bethlehem Catholic beat Nazareth. These are two top-ranked teams in the country. They're both top. I think Becca's like eight or something. Nazareth are like 12. And Becca beat Nazareth two weeks ago. Last week at the district duels to make the state tournament, Nazareth beat Becca. Um, They both go, but one's district champ. The high school principal for Nazareth tweeted... A crying face emoji. It's good. It's ironic when you win the trophy emoji, and then this song comes on, and he screenshotted his his radio, and it was Homegrown, a song called Homegrown. So, 
Do people get why that's funny? The point is, the, his point is that Bethlehem Catholic takes Bethlehem Catholic poaches everybody's a lot, everybody's talent in and around the district. I mean, their whole team is composed of uh, by nature. Now it's a it's a it's a private school, right? It's a private school by nature. They have to. It has no district. They have to take talent from around, right? But you're saying. I don't know what your what's your point again? What is your point? What's your point? My you're oh, like you you had a much stronger take off air about Bethlehem Catholic. You're like everyone I'm like I don't get why is everyone so mad about Bethlehem Catholic? Right. That's what you right. What, what's the big deal? Blair that Academy this why is the point. Oh, wholly different than Sam and Blair. Okay, wholly let's, different let's than go. Sam and why? Blair. And so that this is the point. I don't blame Bethlehem Catholic and I don't blame any of the kids on Bethlehem Catholic. I'm very close with a, a bunch of the kids on Bethlehem Catholic, and I've been close with them for years. Um, Let's go. Why? Why is it But different? for you to say you don't understand why the other schools in the district are uh, are upset? I mean, are you... What's in, the difference? Come on! What do you mean, what's the difference? They freaking... These schools, Nazareth, Northampton, Easton, that are in Wilson, that are in this 10-mile radius, uh-huh. they they coach these kids up from the time they're five. When they're 15, they're like, I'm going to Becca. I'm not going to wrestle for your high school. And then they wrestle them in district duels for a chance to represent, to go to the state tournament. They took their talent. And you're saying, why is Nazareth upset? Why is Panarjo upset? Why are these teams upset? I mean... What are you talking about? That that escapes you? This is this is how the world works. I we moved to a place so my kid could go to a, a better school. I want my kid to wrestle for a great program. Okay, so he's gonna go to Bethlehem Catholic. All right. This have the same thing happened with Christiansburg High School back in the day in Virginia. Oh, the move-ins. This that. That's what happens you're when you, you're, when you're you have a great team. When you have a great team, Willie. Things. Be quiet. When you have a great team. People are going to come and join it because they want to be a part of that. Sorry. That's how it works. Bethlehem Catholic is one failing, of the best teams in the country. You're failing, the best to recognize, the country. you're failing to recognize something that's very clear. What's so clear, Willie? Community. It's one thing. It's one thing for Blair to get a kid from Alaska, a kid from Maine, five kids from Florida, a kid from Illinois, a kid from California, and to have a team. And nobody, nobody disputes that, right? At least not anymore. Back in the day, they used to argue. Where about are these? It. Where are they, Where should Bethlehem Catholic get wrestlers from? Which which uh, one? They should only take bad ones. Christian. No. Why should they? Why not, should they be bad? right? Christiansburg. Christiansburg had kids from Maryland, Jersey, this place, that place, right? Uh. I'm not disputing. I'm not. I'm not. So who should be allowed? All right, just let's make a list. Wait, Hold wait. On. What do you mean? Who, who should be allowed? Who, who can Bethlehem you're missing Catholic? The, you're missing the point on this. Everyone's the mad. point is not. The point is not what should they be able to do. The point is, why would you think that somebody from Nazareth is going to be happy about? about no, it? no, it's not. They shouldn't be happy. Why? Why are you mad? This is the way. What? What is Bethlehem Catholic supposed to do? They're a private school. They have no district. That, right. So, so what do are they you think? To do? I nobody's saying what they should do. They're well, doing okay. what they're doing. What they should do. Let's get a Nazareth. They're doing. Bethlehem right, Catholic is doing what they should do. But I'm saying to you, when, give me a guy, Camacho. Give me, give me, right. Give me somebody that, 
went from from Nazareth to Bethlehem Catholic, right? When when Wilson what Wilson has Wilson has two guys. Wilson is a little tiny school has two guys on Bethlehem Catholic, Hanovic and Labriola. When Bethlehem Catholic wrestles Wilson, you don't think that Wilson's gonna boo? I'm what. I don't know. That's all we're talking about here. The, the, whole premise, get... the whole premise of this segment is you say, I don't know why there's so much hate. It's because there's this little town, and everybody's trying to be a good wrestling team. And then Bethlehem Catholic poaches all the talent, and you're saying, well, I don't get all the hate. Let's, let's get – I want a Nazareth fan coach to come on and, and talk to me. What are you mad about? Why are you mad? What would you – what is Bethlehem Catholic supposed to do? What are they supposed to do? You're missing the point. I'm not missing the point. Nobody. So you're saying that you can't be mad at Bethlehem Catholic because they get good wrestlers. You, you can. Bo- are you, you allowed to boo them? You can. You can allowed to boo them. But don't take this moral. You, don't take this moral authority. Nobody's taking yes, moral. High ground oh, moral. We're, we're no, homegrown. We're real. We're more legitimate. No, that's totally the vibe. That's 100% the vibe. It's, are you, you're not allowed to be proud of that. You can be proud of that, but don't. It's very negative. No. There's a lot of vitriol there. Like they, they hate Bethlehem Catholic. They think it's it's more than just what you're painting it as, Willie. Yeah, they hate them. They hate them. They boo. They rain boos down. If you go to the District 11 tournament, it's it's quite amazing because high school wrestling isn't as huge everywhere in the nation. But when you go to the District 11 tournament and a Bethlehem Catholic kid goes out, what do you say? Four thousand. 3,500, 4,000 people, boo. Okay. In a crescendo. It's pretty awesome. Uh, So, but I don't know why you think that they wouldn't. I mean, I guess. Listen, Mikey Labriola is a freshman. He goes out to district finals. He wrestled with me last week, right? Six months ago, he was was my teammate. Now he's, now he has a, a, a brown yellow singlet on. Sorry. Wants to be on a better team. I don't blame them. I don't blame any of these kids for, for looking for better competition. Oh I'm sorry. Why are you trying to assign blame? Nobody's talking about blame. Bethlehem Catholic's doing what they should do. The kids are doing what they should do. Right? Mikey's in a better room at Bethlehem Catholic. Nobody's talking about that. What we're talking about is you accepting that people aren't going to like it. Yeah, all right, fine. 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 I get it. Whiny. Whiny District 11. Deal with it. Um, Whiny District 11 is the best wrestling district in the, in the world right now. In the world? Really? In, in the country. Better than Dagestan? District? <laughs> district District of Dagestan. Is it really? Would you say that? This year, yeah. It's the best? This year, finally. After a while. Because it's been which one? I mean, it's, it's, it's been, it's been, it's been Akron. Um, it's been Akron area and District Seven, Whippeal, every year. Um, with with District Eleven right there. Yeah. Maybe some pockets of Jersey, um, but you know Bergen does the same thing. People don't like Bergen. Yeah, good for Bergen. Yeah, good for Bergen. You should go. Hey, good wrestlers, you should go to Bergen Catholic and Bethlehem Catholic and Blair and Wyoming Seminary. Just go to those schools because you'll get better there. Science. No, no sense of loyalty or community from this. Well, there, there's no private schools in Swope, where I'm from. Swope? Churchville. That's where Buffalo Gap is. What is Swope? 
S-W-O-P-E. Stay swope. Stay swope. <laughs> Just look it up. Wikipedia. All right. Um, any, anywhere else before we go? Can we get in a fist fight? Preferably. I'm Bethlehem Catholic. What else? What are we going to do? Thursday? Are we going to be Sionless next Thursday? I think we will. He... I see. I, listen, we have to take him in doses. We can't have him on every. Plus, week. you know what? He's getting a little soft. I'm like, hey man, let's talk about this. No, I ain't gonna do. I ain't gonna do that. So, all right. We gotta I thought, get it. Thought you were savage, Sion. Apparently not. I we was hoping. It. What? Doses. We gotta get him hotter peppers or something. But well, I was plenty hot. He sweated a plenty. All right, play us out. I'm gonna play us out. Wait, are you committed to Thursday? Um. I requested a release, so it's still on the air. <laughs> Two things. We got sponsorship time. One, thank you to the guy on Twitter that told me I was giving free pub to Apple. Willie, show your computer, too. What? What's show your computer. I yeah. didn't even know you did this. Yeah, we did What are you this. doing? See? No free love to a certain company that is... We're not, it's a fruit, but that's all I'm going to say. The official sponsor... Fruit girl. The official... <laughs> what? Fruit girl. Daddy, Daddy calls me Fruit Girl. <laughs> Play us out. Slimy Sweets. Look them up on Instagram. Look up Slimy Sweets so, on Instagram. On. This is the official, until further notice, this is the official sponsor of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. We have no sponsors. Dang Certainly it, you not. You can't see it. Go to Slimy Sweets on Instagram. But it's Slimy, S L I M E Y underscore dot, dot Sweets. Okay? This is Ray, our boss's daughter's. Um, she makes slime. She she's makes a slimer. Slime. They call them slimers. Uh, they they come in scents now. Scents. They have, sometimes they all, have sparkle. For all occasions, I think there's going to be a holiday line next uh, next winter. So, so stay follow Slimy that. Sweets on Instagram, and uh, they're the official sponsor of SRL. FRL until further notice. Until further notice, Slimy S L I M E Y underscore dot Sweets. Play Look it up. up. I'm going to play us out. Thank you guys so much. Big shout to our sponsor. Slimy Sweets and Emma for these great. I don't know. Slimes. You can't eat them. You can't eat them. They're you not can't edible. Eat them. It sounds like it's something you eat. The brand needs a little when work. When Emma but, came up with this, but they're sweet. Like I would have tweaked it. We we tweak titles often here, like like Tr and Richard Emma. Tr. What a sis. Stop I'm, being a sis. Tr. I'm playing. I'm playing out music. We can't. We can't dive into something else. Go. But we thank you so much for listening. We will be back Thursday whether Willie gets his release or not. And uh, we will be seeing you next time. Thanks, guys.